Hi friends, welcome to Sole Deo Gloria. I'm your host and your friend Gracie Witty, and I'm so excited that you're listening to this podcast. I know it's easy to see the title modesty and either resent it and turn away from it or just not even click on it because you think that you're going to be approached with condemnation and shame and that this podcast is only for the women, which is not true. All of these things are not true. I do not make this podcast based out of condemnation and shame. This is just something that the Lord has put on my heart to share with you, something that has convicted me. Um, And it's really funny because I'm actually recording at my grandparents' house and it is currently 9.36 p.m. It is the day after Thanksgiving, but I'm recording this now um, just to let you guys know that the Lord put this on my heart and this is not something that is for me. Normally each podcast is something that the Lord has spoken to me, but this is a word for somebody else. And I've never announced that on the podcast before, but I feel the need to do that and I'm doing that right now. Um, the Holy Spirit just gave me this word and it's so funny because I was trying to like make my Spotify work and the only thing that I could listen to was this whole podcast about modesty and I had remembered that I was listening to a relationship podcast like a couple weeks ago and they steered away from the relationship talk and talked about modesty for a little bit and I was like whoa like come on like this is a word and I feel like the Lord as I was just listening to this podcast on the way home um just really wrapped it up all together and just gave me the words to say for somebody so please know that men this is for you women this is for you the Lord wants to speak to you um this is also for me too but I feel like this is specifically for somebody so yeah let's jump right into the word um we're gonna be reading in first Peter 3 So we're going to read verses 1 through 7, and this is about wives and husbands, which is why I said that this podcast is for men and women. And starting in verse 1, it reads, In the same way, wives submit yourselves to your own husbands, so that even if some disobey the word, they may be won over without a word by the way their wives live, when they observe your pure, reverent lives. Don't let your beauty consist of outward things like elaborate hairstyles and wearing gold jewelry or fine clothes, but rather what is inside the heart, the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight. For in the past, the holy women who put their hope in God also adorned themselves in this way, submitting to their own husbands, just as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord. You have become her children when you do what is good and do not fear any intimidation. Husbands, in the same way, live with your wives in an understanding way, as with a weaker partner, showing them honor as co-heirs of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. And so I know there's a lot of things that we can take out of this, talking about submission what and what does biblically that look like, or the prayers, or all of this. But I think at the end of the day, this is living a modest lifestyle. And I know you probably came to this podcast thinking like, oh, she's going to tell me what to dress. Like, I'm going to tell you to wear Lulu tank tops or not to wear Lulu tank tops. But honestly, I don't think modesty has anything to do with what we wear. I think at the end of the day, modesty is a heart posture. Modesty is the way that we respond to people. Modesty is the way that we carry ourselves throughout our day. Modesty is the way we think about other people. And modesty is also the way that we work in relationship, either man and woman romantically or in friendships as well. And I think this because, you know, Peter is writing this and he's saying like, don't be like those people that just deck themselves out, but what's on the inside of you. And so he tells the wives that it's the quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is worth great worth in God's sight. Um, And then it says for the husbands, 
show your wives honor and be co-heirs of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. And so that means that what is within us is what's going to flow out of us. And so I think modesty, when it comes down to it, is whatever contentment you have inside is going to show on the outside. So if I'm content with myself, I'm not going to feel the need to impress people by what I wear. And I hope that you guys don't take this scripture like literally of like, you know, gold jewelry or fine clothes and the elaborate hairstyles. You know, I know some translations say the braiding of the hair and it's like what I braid my hair, you know, every other day or so because I don't wash it every day. So sometimes it gets greasy and I just need to go one more day without washing it. And that's not at all what Peter means. Um, He calls out gold jewelry and fine clothes because in this context in the Bible, if you wore fine clothes or had gold jewelry, you were looked at with higher esteem and higher standard um, and just as rich too. So you had a lot of attention drawn to yourself. And so I think what that means for nowadays is like I said, if you're content with yourself, you're not going to need to go find that in somebody else or in other people's compliments. Like, yes, it's fun to dress up. I know for girls, we like to get dressed up and go to dinner and take pictures and like, that's fine. But like, what's your heart in that? Are you going to have fun? Are you hoping that when you post your Instagram pictures, some boys will look at it and stare at it and maybe people will leave comments or guys, maybe you feel the need to go to the gym and get completely ripped (laughs) because you are just crushing on that girl and she's your gym motivation and all the things. Um, And I think that, you know, it's easy for guys to get in their head. For girls, we like to verbalize it and we are comfortable talking about it with other girls. Um, Just because that's who we are. We love to have those emotional connections and through that, um, we do that through talking. (laughs) Clearly, we can obviously see that in the world we live in today. But with guys, a lot of times they internalize things. And so most guys may not admit that to you straight up. But most of the time, that's what personally I see um, just having a brother and also having guy friends. Like, I just noticed that a lot of times they struggle and they don't talk about it ever. And if they do, it's whenever they're pretty close to rock bottom and they feel the need to open up. And so all that to say is like modesty is um, also just living a lifestyle of living in the light, like confessing sin and living in the light of that, because that's also what's going to lead you to contentment too. You're not going to have anything held back from your community and held back from the people you love. You're going to be completely in the light. You're going to feel so open with your community and so loved by your community and loved by God when you confess to him and you receive forgiveness of your sins and all the things. And so from that, you're going to be able to live modestly with other people. You're not going to go around and just trauma dump to everybody and just speak at everybody and not speak with people. You're going to be able to live a modest lifestyle of a gentle and quiet spirit like this says, because you are confessing to God and talking to God about it. And you're being content with what's in your heart and not having to go to the gym or not having to dress up. Like you're going to be exactly who God has made you to be because you have found contentment in him and him alone. And I think it's also crazy that when we live modestly as men and women separately, then whenever we it comes to submission, like it says here, um, wives are going to be able to submit to their husbands easier because they know that their husbands are submitted to God. And so they can trust him because they know it's not him. They know it's God working in and through him. And so that's what's going to allow a wife to submit to her husband. But it all comes down to modesty, like make sure that you're living in the world, but you're not part of the world and you're not taking part in like the culture and the society around you like we're called to be set apart so like for example just the greatest example that I can think of is I go to the University of Oklahoma um, boomer sooner it's great (laughs) it's so fun but I will say on game days and this is not with any shame or with any condemnation but 
for OU, less is more. A girl that wears less is going to get more compliments and more guys. And I think a guy who has less respect for himself, not in a con- like con- condescending way, like just a guy who has less respect for himself is going to find more in a girl and attach himself to a girl. And he's going to pour himself out to this girl to get affirmation from her, whether that be physically or emotionally or something like guys are always looking for that connection, but they don't really know how to go about building it sometimes just because women tend to have more emotional maturity. And this is like psychologically proven to this why there's no condemnation in it. It's just how we are psychologically and biologically built. Guys are going to be more concerned with the physical appearance, whereas the ladies are going to be concerned with what the guys say about them because they want to know what's in the guy's head. They want to have this emotional connection and this psychological control, if that makes sense, not in like a condemning way and also not in like an sociopathic or narcissistic way (laughs) at all. But that's just how we operate in the world. And So wearing less to an OU football game is going to make a girl feel better whenever she has guys complimenting her. And I just want to call out right now a sense of defensiveness. If you feel like you're getting defensive, um, maybe just check your heart and just check, am I getting defensive because what she's saying is not true? Or am I getting defensive because I am in the midst of this? And if you are in the midst of this, I hope you know that God loves you so much and I love you so much and I don't condemn you at all. And you are a beautiful person because of who God has made you to be. And that's a gentle and quiet spirit. And that doesn't mean if you're a loud extrovert that like God doesn't find as much worth within you, but it's just your spirits would live on the inside of you. And so for a girl, if you're completely content with yourself and you are just settled in the fact that like, I know who I am and the guy that God is going to place in my life is going to be perfect for me. He's not going to care what I'm wearing to an OU game. So like, I'm going to be okay wearing a jersey and jeans or like a turtleneck and jeans or, you know, just jean shorts that aren't as short as what my other friends are going to be wearing. Um, That's going to be okay because That's not what you should be pursued after. Um, You should be pursued after your heart and your spirit and the way that you follow Jesus. I like to use this analogy a lot for my friends that are single. Um, You just run as hard and as fast as you can to Jesus. And if a guy that's also running as hard and as fast as he can to Jesus ends up crossing your path and you have some interest in him, go for it. But make sure that the reason why he's crossing your path is because of his walk with Jesus and because of the way he's living his life, not because of what he looks like or what you look like. Like that doesn't matter at all. Um, God wants to connect you to become the church and represent the church and himself. Like that's the glory that we get to have. And that's not out of a place of lust. And that's not out of a place of discontentment. That's in a place of contentment with the Lord satisfies me. I am made whole already and this person's made whole already and we don't need attention from anyone or anything else. And that's like, okay. And that's exactly how it should be. Um, And so guys, like just going back to the thing of, of what I said, like not having enough respect for yourself. Again, if you have a spirit of defensiveness, please just like check that and understand if it's a spirit of conviction because conviction is going to pull you out of your sin and your lifestyle and point you back to the one who um, can pick you up and fix you and make you content and make you whole. Like I am saying all these things, like it is possible. It is possible to not wrestle with yourself in your mind. Um, But guys, you have such a high calling on your life and you have such a high honor in getting to have a wife submit to you that I think it's so important that you carry yourself with respect and dress modestly too. And also 
respect yourself in the sense of not giving yourself to every girl that compliments you and gives you attention. Like you're worth so much to God that he wants to use you as a representation of himself and pursue after the church. But the thing is, if you are not submitted to God first, you can't expect to lead a whole household if you can't lead yourself to Jesus, if that makes sense. And that's not out of a sense of defensiveness, but like live modestly because you know you are confident in who God has made you to be. And the other thing too is that's crazy to think about is Paul went and did all these crazy things and like he had such a big life transformation and something that I really struggled with and had to be affirmed in is like, you know, I feel this call to ministry, but like, why me? I'm such a sinner. Like I do so many messed up things that like if people actually saw me or this ended up on a social media platform, like I feel like I would lose followers because of it. Um, And I just remember being affirmed by someone and they said that, you know, God used Saul who had the worst reputation in the world. Like if Saul would have continued killing Christians, then they're proud. We don't know what the church would look like. I don't want to say that there probably wouldn't be the church because like, I don't think God can be stopped by one man, but like it would be a lot smaller than what it was. And also many books of the Bibles that we have and many of the churches that Paul visited probably wouldn't have had the revival and the uh, amount of knowledge of God like they would have and the knowledge of grace and all these things we get to read about like in Romans like that's an incredible book and that's actually the book that I first read whenever I first came to know God and relationship like was Romans and if Jesus hadn't met Saul exactly where he was in literally blinded him and then sent a prophet to make him see and then have that lead back to him becoming a minister and like talking to these churches like I don't think we would have in the Bible what we have today but God had a plan and Saul lived a life that was just full of working for the approval of status and like working for the approval of other Romans and all of these things like going out and killing Christians because he thought that's what was that was best. That's not a modest lifestyle. A modest lifestyle is one that is operating out of a gentle and quiet spirit because you know that God's got you. You don't have to go and make your way happen. You don't have to manipulate anything because what God has for you is the very best. And I told this to somebody too um, that was just really struggling with, you know, like, why is this happening? Blah, blah, blah. Why can't I have this? God doesn't withhold any good from you because if he did, he wouldn't give you the cross. And honestly, when I think about my life, I don't think like I need a man to come die on a cross for my sins and be beaten and bruised and all of these things. Like I would have never thought I would never would have like realized I needed that. But God knew I did. God knew I needed that choice to make to have eternal life. And so if God's going to give me my greatest good right in front of me as a gift to receive and I can say yes to it and just receive eternal life and relationship with the creator of the universe like why would he withhold any other good from my life unless it was truly good for me and so I know guys it's really easy to chase it's really easy to make your own way the best way and think that what you're doing is completely right but like living a modest lifestyle is living a life that is completely submitted to the Lord and same for women as well but I think just applying this to the scripture like I know guys it's really easy to be in a room of guys and like you know, just have all the testosterone and like alpha male mindset and try to like take over and dominate and lead. But the one who leads the best is one that lives a modest lifestyle of being gentle and quiet. And like, you don't have to go into a room screaming your head off or, you know, like 
being jacked, being the most like built guy in the room. Like that's not what it's about. Go to the gym because you want to go to the gym and like be healthy for yourself. Same for you ladies. Like don't go to the gym just because you want to have that awesome bod for that guy. And like when you go on party, you want to look good. Like do those things because God's given you your body to be a temple for him. Like it all goes back to who he says we are and living modestly isn't something of ourselves. And it's not the way that we dress. It's a heart posture. It's the way that we communicate with others. And we don't just explode at them. We ask the Holy Spirit to guide our words and we calm ourselves down. We make rational decisions instead of emotional ones. We make spirit led decisions and not just like out of our own logic and our own mindset like we let the lord decide for us the things that we do and we let him guide us and lead our lives and so i like here that it also says don't live in any intimidation like you know the way that people are going to recognize our lives is by how we live it not by how we speak about it like i can sit here and speak about this podcast all day long but if i wasn't getting involved with the church and actively having intentional friendships and being in the community that god has given me like that's nothing compared to me living it out and being able to pull you guys into it like i know i've said this on podcasts before but if you need a home church and a community to get into like please DM me on the Soli Deo Gloria podcast Instagram. I would love to connect with you and love to bring you to my church. But being involved and putting action behind our words is exactly what's going to leave people questioning, why are they different? Why are they acting like this? Why do they lead themselves in this kind of a lifestyle? And so don't be intimidated by those questions. Like get excited for people to look at you and to see something different. Like be excited to be set apart. And that's what I think exactly is going to set us apart in this world is being modest, being modest in how we think and how we speak and um, the way that we carry ourselves because it's so different in our world today. Like nobody is really modest with their life. Everybody puts everything out on social media or wears less because it's more to them. Um, Or they just think their way is the best way and like leading with pride and building something of ourselves. And that's not at all what God's called us to do. He's called us to be gentle and a quiet spirit. And it's of great worth in God's sight. And we get to be co-heirs of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered. And we get to do that with people that God strategically and divinely places in our lives and you don't need to manipulate that so if you're someone that's kind of throwing yourselves out there and being immodest i hope you know that there's grace for you and there's favor over your life and the lord wants to put his call over you if you're not a believer accept that call and i know that it's scary to think like oh i can't just go out and like make out with this guy or like like guys it, it may just be like i can't snap these girls like what are you talking about surrender like Surrender means everything. Like if you're going to give your life to Jesus, that means you give over your immodesty. You give over your manipulation of your future. You give over everything um, that you think is is best for you. And you receive God's best for you. And it may not be what you think you need, but it is exactly what you need when you need it. So give your life over to that. Live in surrender of that. Live modestly for the Lord. And it's because of what the Lord what's of you remember that we are in the world and not of it we are called to be set apart don't let them intimidate you and just live for jesus like it's so freeing and honestly it builds so much more confidence in you than anything else in this world because you know that it's not you living it's god living in and through you and what can be more special and divine than that like it doesn't get better than that when the creator of the universe literally instills his spirit within you with the same power and authority 
um, that he had walking on this earth. And so I hope this is, encourages you guys. And I know that it's really hard because by the time this podcast comes out, I think it's going to be around Christmas time. And you've probably been seeing a bunch of people posting with their booze and their bays and like, oh my gosh, Christmas date, blah, blah, blah. But listen, your timing will come if you're supposed to find your person. And this whole podcast about modesty is not about finding your person. That's why I didn't title it Modesty and Relationships because it's not about that. Um, I do think that's an end goal through living a life of modesty, which is contentment and a heart posture, like I've said. But I think let's not even talk about relationships right now. Let's just talk about yourself. Like, how are you living modesty for the Lord? Is there just think about the way that you dress think about the way that you talk the way that you think the way that you present yourself not in a condemning way but also like if Jesus was walking beside me is this what I would wear in front of him if Jesus was walking beside me and could see my thoughts in like a little text box above my head would he be surprised by the thoughts or would he love the thoughts or would he not like the thoughts and also how are we acting in the world are we living a life that is quick to anger or are we living slow to anger like the character of god you know he's slow to anger he's compassionate are we reflecting that character as well so let's be modest let's walk in the way god has called us to walk and let's encourage each other in that too. find community that you can walk with and live a modest lifestyle with because i promise you you're not alone and you can do this it's gonna be so great and don't hide your light please go be the city set on a hill um anointing attracts and when people see that light in the darkness they will attract to that and will ask questions so yeah that's all i have for you guys thank you so much for listening if you don't follow the soli deo gloria podcast um instagram it's at soli deo gloria period podcast and there's a link tree link in the bio you can click on it for mental health resources prayer request boxes question boxes that i can um post the questions and answers to if you have any questions um if you just want someone to talk to or just a message please dm me on there i would love to talk to you and get to meet you and hear your story i love you guys so much i hope you have a great rest of your week and i'll see you next week bye